Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to Montgomery County Today. I'm Durley from the Public Information Office. With me today is Neil Turner, Emergency Services Coordinator for the county. Thanks for joining me, Neil. Thanks for having me. So we have a lot of great things to talk about today, including a couple of groundbreaking ceremonies that set the stage for an improvement in services to county citizens. First, Neil, let's talk about the groundbreaking that took place in Reiner earlier this summer. Durley, this was an exciting event. Um, We broke ground on a new Reiner fire station. And uh, about five years ago, we put together uh, a group to study and see what the true needs were. We developed plans, uh, hired an architect, and then the county was able to purchase uh, the property from the Teal family. And uh, that's sort of where we got started, and and the groundbreaking was truly groundbreaking. Um, The fire station in Reiner is going to be a focal point. It's going to be a great facility for the fire service. excitement. The Reiner Fire Department was founded in 1957 and uh, currently has 35 volunteers and the existing fire station is approximately 9,000 square feet. The new fire station is 19,000 square feet. Um, It'll house all the fire apparatus. Uh, We have six drive-through bays. We'll have a workroom for the equipment. Uh, We'll have a training room. Uh, which is also doubles as training space, as well as each of the line officers will have an opportunity to have an individual office to where they can maintain their records uh, for their particular uh, area of responsibility. Currently in the fire station, the chief and eight officers share an office that's about 400 square feet. In addition, the new station has a positive pressure turnout gear room uh, where they'll store the turnout gear Uh, we commonly call it in the fire service bunker gear bunker coat bunker pants helmets and this is in an effort to reduce the risk of cancer Uh, today cancer is one of the leading causes of firefighter death both paid and volunteer so this um, positive pressure room is designed to reduce those risks. We'll also have a decontamination room that's immediately adjacent to this storage facility. So the firemen can come off of a call, go in, wash their equipment, and then go into into the gear storage and um, be prepared for the next call. Current current station was built over 30 years ago, and um, you know 30 years ago there were less calls, there were less personnel, and um, as the community grows, so do the the fire needs grow. For eight people to occupy a room that's that's barely 12 by 12, it's just not conducive to to proper recording. Uh, for example, if a citizen needed a fire report uh, in the future that you'll be able to get that by simply emailing the fire station It'll be available to you online and uh, you can provide that to your insurance company or whatever today 
uh, storage doesn't allow for that. Okay, we have a completion date of the new station of April 1st of 2019. So we, we say that we'll get to com, uh, completion in April. We plan to move the fire station uh, and all of its equipment, fire personnel, in May uh, of 2019 to the new station. Once the old station becomes vacant, it'll be renovated to accommodate uh, bunk rooms for the Rider Rescue Squad, who, uh, quite ironically, has outgrown their facility in just um, about seven years. It shows the growth of Rider. It shows, uh, to me, a very exciting growth of the Rescue Squad. When we um, when we started that squad, there were about twelve people. Now they have fifty active volunteers. So with that, they need space. So there's some, some renovation will have to be done because we have to accommodate both male and female bunk rooms, uh, shower rooms, and make that available because they're required to, to stay overnight on the nights that they're assigned to call. They don't respond from home because of the nature of getting that truck on the road as quickly as possible. So we'll do some bunk rooms, uh, build some bunk rooms, which probably means that We'll take the current meeting room to make bunk rooms, and then we'll need a meeting room. So there have to be some additions done. And, and through those renovations, once those are complete, we'll be able to move the rescue squad into uh, a newly renovated station. Yeah, Durley, I, I like to say that we're digging in. This was also an exciting, uh, groundbreaking ceremony. Uh, we broke ground for a, a new burn building, which is a live fire training simulator. And we did that on property that's currently owned by the Blacksburg Fire Department Foundation. We were able to do this through a grant from the Department of Fire Programs. They were able to fund us $480,000 for this project. As you know, Things continue to go up every day, so we had to ask for assistance from the Board of Supervisors, and they, uh, they allowed us to complete the building with an additional $158,000 that, that they provided in funding. Yeah, when, when the Blacksburg Fire Department found out that the property was available. They, they uh, took an aggressive approach to get, the, to get this facility, this property, and uh, Chief Bolte's idea was, I want a county training center that we can bring all of our folks throughout Montgomery County, and that, that totals now about 200 firefighters and uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 250 uh, rescue squad personnel to bring them to an area within Montgomery County and train them here at home, so to speak. So he began that vision. We've written grants before. We had other locations before, and none of those seemed to work out. 
this time when we got down to the grant writing and we made a commitment that the training center, the, the burn building and other components would be on this Merrimack site, uh, it just, we just got serious about it. And uh, all, we, we were serious all along. But uh, when we found out that we could do it on our own property or, or the property owned by Blacksburg Fire Department Foundation, and then um, through the grant, we, as in Montgomery County, were uh, afforded a 25-year lease on the property. That allowed us to comply with the articles of the grant. So now a partnership between Blacksburg Fire Department Foundation, Montgomery County Emergency Services, it's a reality. Well, I know that you've you've often heard that a, a family that prays together stays together. In the fire service and rescue squad uh, service, we feel like if we train together, we stay together. Uh, because training is, is such a key component. And now throughout our county, as we continue to increase the number of calls, the severity of the calls that we answer, uh, we, have, we have began an automatic mutual aid. So if a, a call goes off in the town of Blacksburg, as soon as that call is dispatched to them, members from Christiansburg and or Longshot McCoy Fire Department are responding to that fire call. The same applies in a rescue event. If it's uh, significant, then other agencies are coming to support and assist. With that, if we train together, we know how each other works. So then we become working as, as a total team, not independent agencies. It's not. If, if you took the term burn building, you would think this is a house that we build and burn up and then we build it again. <laughs> Not the case. This is a, a steel building that inside the building we will have three designated burn rooms. In that burn room is a, um, a training prop that will burn hay and wood. Okay. That combination gives us two things that we greatly need in the fire service to train firefighters to understand what is a, what's the true effects of fire. Number one, the hay gives us all the smoke that we need to smoke up that room. And when I say smoke it up, in a typical house fire, when a fireman enters, enters that, that room, there is virtually zero visibility. So that's what we're trying to create with the smoke. Through the wood, we're creating heat. And we also create that fire in that, in that box or in that rack. And the firemen can, can actually see exactly what's, what's being done. They can see the fire as it is, is in a, a beginning state, an intermediate state, and then full-blown fire. And they get to um, experience 
the effects of fire, how fire responds to heat, how fire responds to uh, additional oxygen being introduced to the room. So we, we say we open a window and we watch the difference in, in how that firebox begins to, to expand in the fire. So firefighters are, are actually getting in and getting to see it firsthand in a controlled, safe training area. Then they're able to, you know, of course, they're, they're bringing hoses in with them as, as they're doing this training evolution. They'll, they'll actually put the fire out or douse the fire, if you would. Draws the fire back down. Then you go into the, to the period of where you're physically talking to them and training them to watch how that fire again rekindles and starts again. So it, it gives us, without introducing a firefighter into a physical burning building where there are hazards that, we, that are unknown, we can introduce them to fire and the habits of fire and the effects of fire in a controlled environment so we know that their safety, number one, is done until they understand the concept of how fire works. Well, we've we need to take you to the maze. Um, I, I know you've you've um, you know what a maze is. You've you've seen folks put mice in a maze and and uh, they'll walk through and try to try to get their way out. Well, that's exactly what we're doing to firefighters or rescue personnel. We're bringing them in. We're putting them again into a controlled environment. We've built through many of the volunteer firemen. They, they have built a maze that um, the firefighter begins at, at point A, going to point B, which would be the exit of a room or a, or a home. When, when a firefighter enters a burning building, whether it's a home, whether it's a business, or whatever the case might be, everything inside is unknown to them. They've, they've never been there. Um, if you can imagine putting on a blindfold and going to work for a day, you're going to do pretty good coming into the main building and because you're used to it. But if I blindfolded you and took you to my house and said, you need to go to the kitchen, unless something's on the stove, you're not going to know where to go. So what, what this is, the maze is designed to do is physically put that firefighter on hands and knees and allow them to go through and do sweeping techniques for search to see is there a, a person laying there, is, is there obstacles. It gives them the opportunity to, to make turns while it's all controlled. Now, they'll, they'll do this in a, a 40 feet. They may make five or six turns in 40 feet. They may go up steps. They might go down steps. They might go into a, a room that they would walk. They would crawl, doing their search, and come out of that room and then back down a hallway. And the design in all that is 
to allow that that firefighter, that rescue personnel, to become accustomed to something that they don't, that's not known, that they don't have a clue where they're going, and it gives them familiarity with. Now I've got a breathing apparatus on. I'm breathing air that I know has an expiration. I've got 30 minutes or I've got 40 minutes or or whatever that case is. So now I've got to control my breathing so that I'm doing my work. I'm not getting excited because I don't know where I'm at. I'm learning how to breathe in that breathing apparatus because it is different than than just your normal breathing because now you're working you're crawling you're searching and all and and you're doing all this in the unknown it's it's um it's a myriad of 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 senses and emotions that you're doing you're you're Number one, your first sense is sight. It's gone. So your second sense is, is smell because in the breathing apparatus, that's what we prevented. We prevented you inhaling the smoke that could be introduced. Um, so now you've lost sight and smell. You've got hearing, but also you've got a lot of noise going on. You've got trucks running uh, adjacent to you you may have people calling your name you you might have um, uh, the sound of a burning building uh, there's there's things maybe there's a, a paint can that explodes or whatever the case might be so all of a sudden every sense that you have feel touch because that's what you're doing as you search then all of a sudden you have to uh, weigh in the emotions of I can't see, I can't smell, I don't know where I'm at. So there's, and I don't mean to coin a phrase of a, of a TV show, but there's a fear factor. What am I going into? Well, the more that people do that, the more comfortable that they get in that situation of going into the unknown. Certainly. If, um, for example, you know, one of our, our most adjacent fire departments is the Radford Arsenal Fire Department. Currently, they would go to either Pulaski or Galax to do their training. Well, now we've, we've cut that distance down, and, and they're within five miles of where we are. So they would certainly be invited. Giles County recently um, did a survey, and, and for them... The distance is much greater to travel to other areas to get this training. We're going to be closer. They would certainly be invited to do so. And then other uh, jurisdictions, maybe Floyd as well, you know, would, be, would have that opportunity to come and use this facility. Um, it, while it's a Montgomery County Regional Training Center, we don't want to say it's just for Montgomery County. We want to make training available to every person in fire and rescue service.
Absolutely.